Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, hail the king, follow the bread man, and know how to spell Capo Caco, then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right, but you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Yeah, good evening everybody, welcome to Go Rangers Radio, broadcasting live from the Go Hockey Media Studios in New York, baby. The return of the misery. Yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuthbert, and everybody please say hello to your friend of mine, Mr. Kevin DeLore, KD. How you doing, buddy? Tough week, my friend. Tough week. Trying to stay positive, but this week was a gut punch, my friend. A gut punch. Um, why? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, buddy? I, I don't even know where to start. I don't Come even on. know where to start. Last week, we were in such a good mood. What's the matter, pal? We're, we're talking playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? We're talking Kreider resigning. Uh it was looking so good for us, my friend. Buddy, so good. happy days ahead, man. It's the rebuild. This is rebuilding for three or four years down the road, man. Come Screw on. Screw the rebuild. It's Come all on, about cups. Man. It's all about wins and losses. <laughs> well, welcome aboard, everybody. It is a different set of circumstances. It's a different mood here in the studio, but we're going to plow through. So, buddy, here we go. Your New York Rangers after 66 games, 35, 27, and 4 for 74 points, 7th in the Metro, 17th in the league, 4 points, buddy. Still 4 points out of the wild card, but Columbus might have something to do with that tonight. Uh, 4 points back of the Islanders. Man, we could have been 2 points back of the Isles if we had to pull things out last night, but we didn't. We've lost 3 in a row. The Philadelphia Flyers are for real. Lindgren... Misplayed a bounce yesterday in the corner. It cost us a goal. The guys played good last night, and here we are. Quiet is out. Chesty's still out. You know, uh, stupid penalties. Penalty kills going under, and uh, that's it, man. Good night, everybody. That's the, uh, that's all we need, right, Kevin? Yeah, you know, I, I still want to be very positive about team. I mean, like I said, this is a tough week. It was. <laughs> I mean, it was so much optimism about the team, you know, for this it's year. It's still I, good, man. It's all right. Come no, on. It is. No, it is. No. buddy. You're, you're 100% correct. And I, I said it on Twitter, and, and, and I'm mostly overemphasizing, you know, my, my misery now. But, you know, it, I, I even said it last week. I, I said, we're, we're going to jinx it. We're, we're too positive. We're being too positive. And then Carter goes down with the broken foot. You know, we lose three in a row. Of course, two of them have to be the AV and, and the Flyers. Hey, they're for real, uh, man. Don't feel, yeah, don't feel no, too well, bad, man. Well, that, well that's the other they're thing about Flyers it. Flyers winning the Cup this year now. Well, that, that's, the, you know, that's the, if you want to take anything out of the week is this. I mean, the Flyers have, have been tremendous, and, and they were on a roll. 
you know, the other losses against the Blues. I mean, defending Stanley Cup champs. And actually, I thought the Rangers played very well. I thought it was a, they had a good game against them. It's not like I thought they played poorly. I didn't think they played very well against the Flyers. Uh, but I did think they played much better against the Blues. So, like you said, we're only four points out. There's still plenty of games left to make up the points. The season is far from being over. But, you know. No, it's not going to be, you know, the Kreider injury, injury makes it that much tougher. Just Jorkin with a car accident. Actually, I said this. this I, the Rangers turn into the Mets. This is this is only something that would happen to the Mets. Car accidents, a guy we re-sign long-term, everyone's pumped about it. Guy breaks his foot in the friggin' in his second game after re-signing, and, and then we go into a tailspin. I mean, it's, it's like the Mets. We turn, we turn into the Mets. Well, look, I'm a Yankees fan. You're a Mets fan. Maybe I got to get rid of you. Maybe that's the problem right here, buddy. <laughs> Maybe that's the issue. So who's this guy crying you're talking about? Who, who's this guy? What? Hmm. Gone? Well, what? Takes the well, money, you... gets the flu. Now he's feigning a fractured foot four to six weeks. <laughs> well, you know what's actually pretty funny about he's it? He's sitting you know, in a when... bad tub of money right now. Come on. <laughs> Well, what's interesting about it is this is, you know, we, we've been debating, you know, all year about what to do with Kreider. Do you trade him for a big package or do you resign him? So we resign him. But what's interesting is we actually now get to see what this team would have been like if we would have traded him. Oh, there you go, buddy. <laughs> so, Good call. So now we see them going into a tailspin. Like, oh, you know what? It was a probably good a good idea that we resigned them. <laughs> Look how terrible we are without him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a state of affairs. <laughs> Three games can just, just flip things around here, man. Hey, look, you're right. They, they played a, a really strong game yesterday. Uh, you know, full marks to the, to the squad. What are you going to do? You know, tough bounce at the end. They put a lot of rubber on uh, whoever's playing golf, St. Louis, can't remember his name. Uh, Billington, Bennington. Billington. Hunican, Billington. Wadikin, Wadikin, it doesn't matter to me. Um, well, but let's, good, but let's what, what's, I was going to say what's good for me with Billington is I got him on my fantasy hockey team, so that was good. <laughs> Last time I looked at my fantasy hockey was the second week of the season, so I have no <laughs> idea how I'm doing. Anyway. Sorry about that. Go ahead. But, hey, look, let's talk about the Flyers here. The two games, you know, last week we were we were excited, uh, you know, about the games. We were jumping ahead of the Montreal game. They, they had a great comeback against Montreal. That was just super stuff, winning that game. All good. Um you know, and then the Flyers are coming down, and we talked about the the upcoming schedule, and we talked about St. Louis coming in this week. Obviously, the Caps tomorrow, and you know the Devils, and then they go out Midwest next week, and so uh, yeah, the games are going to be tough, regardless. And, and yes, we were joking about yeah, we're talking about the playoffs because this is the situation the team had put themselves in. They go on this great run. We go into the trade deadline, and, and we come up, and we we you know I was just chomping at the bit about this Flyer game and, and these Flyer games, I should say. And I was hoping we were going to give them a good run. And, yes, it's, it's, it sucks that Kreider's gone out, and uh, there's nothing you can do about that. But I think take Kreider out of the whole situation. Look, the Flyers lit us up, man. Um, you know, 10 goals against. The, 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 the penalty kill became human again. Uh, some of the stupid penalties came back. It is what it is. Uh, you know, Hank gets hung out to dry again. And I mean, we'll, we'll, get, we'll definitely get into that and get your take as well in terms of how he played. But, I mean... That's just the whole mess itself, the hang thing. But as a team, you know, um, you, sometimes you, you, you need to see – they brought it back down to reality for me. I, I, 
I, I thought I was going to be a lot angrier losing to the Flyers. To me, it's just like, okay, we still got a lot. Of, it was like bringing us back down to earth. This team still has a lot of work to do. Um, they were gassed, too. They were tired. They've been on this emotional run through the trade deadline. And the Flyers are just playing lights-out hockey right now. Big credit to Vigneault and the whole squad over there. Good stuff, man. They got a lot of weapons. And that kid, uh, Hart, uh, just playing excellent. He stood on his head in those first couple early periods in both of those games. He was a huge difference in terms of, um, you know, the Flyers just, uh, you know, uh, using all aspects of it. It's very, it's very weird, KD, to see a Flyers team with an excellent, you know, hot young goaltender in there who's actually stopping pucks and looking really good. And, and obviously that's uh, helping them out with the success that they have because, like I said, they got a ton of talent in that roster uh, up and down the lineup. And it looks like they're going to get ghosts back here for, for their stretch run here. And, and now, you know, forget about us. You know, teams like the Penguins and, and the Bolts and the Bruins and, and the Capitals, they, they got to worry about the Flyers. And I, I believe the Flyers are, uh, are running over the Capitals tonight right now. So with that said... Um, I wasn't that, that mad. I wasn't that upset. We lose the two games. The other thing we're looking at is, is the scoreboards and, and all the other teams lost. So we still staying close as far as the playoff, the wild card thing. And then you just kind of, you know, you hunker down and, and you watch the game last night. And I got to tell you, man, they, they played good last night. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm disappointed in the result, but I'm really not disappointed in terms of how they played last night. So I'm actually okay, man. I'm not, I'm not that down on, on the team and the squad and everything else uh, because there's enough time here, enough games left, and things are still tight enough where these guys can uh, stay in the thick of it. And if they give the Caps a good run tomorrow night, who hopefully will be tired after playing tonight, um, we're back in it. Oh yeah, I mean, there's still plenty, plenty to be, you know, positive with this, uh, with the Rangers about. I, I think they ran, like you said, I think they ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw with with the Flyers who were hot. I think it was a big step up in competition as well. I mean, if you look at the teams the Rangers had played, you know, since the new year, I mean, they've been playing a lot of, you know, middle of the road to bottom of the road teams and. You know, Philadelphia is one of the hottest teams in the league. St. Louis is one of the best teams in the league. You're going to play the Capitals now. So, you know, they're definitely stepping up in competition. And like you said, you know, I think we all got a little overexcited about this team where you're you're thinking, you know, thoughts of grandeur all of a sudden because we're winning nine, you know, road games in a row. And Panarin and Zabinajad are like the two best players in the league. And, and uh, so a little bit of, I don't want to say fool's gold, but you know, a, a little bit of a reality check of where this team is and that there's still a long way to go before they truly are a contender for a cup. So, you know, like I said, I, like you said, it, it, maybe it's good, a little bit of reality, dose of reality here. And, um, you know, hopefully it was that for the team. I, I think the injuries, the Kreider, you know, you don't want to make excuses for this team. But, you know, if they have Kreider in the lineup, if they have Shostorkin in goal, I – I don't know if they lose all three of those games. So I think that those are valid excuses, you know, for the team. You lose one of your best players, a guy who's one of the hottest goal scorers in the league over the last couple of months, and a guy who has lost one game um, since being called up from the AHL. So, yeah, I think you are right. You know, obviously I was overstating my sort of doom and gloom, but – you know, there's still a lot to be positive about with this team. I, I think, you know, it's far from being over um, their run. It, it hasn't even started yet. I mean, you have a full month of, of hockey left and anything can happen. This team still has 
again, a, a red hot uh, Zabinijad, who's probably the hottest player you know on the planet right now. Um, and and the defense actually looked after struggling a bit for the last you know week or two. You know, they I thought they had a strong game against St. Louis last night, so hopefully uh, they could build off that. You know, we need to get Shostorkin back, and 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 let's see where this this ends up. I still think that this is all gravy for us. Nobody expected it. Um, you know, we shouldn't even be in this position where we are four points out of a playoff spot. So, you know, it's still range of fans and myself. You just got to remind yourself sometimes, uh, just enjoy the ride. Um, it, it'll be fun, but it, 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 it was a tough week. I mean, you know, beyond the losses, just to lose Kreider because there was so much excitement about him coming back and for him to go down and, and just be out for the rest of the season is, it's a tough pill to swallow. Well, why do you keep bringing up? Just jerking. I mean, wh- why are you dis- dissing my boy Georgie, man? The guy's been playing <laughs> damn good for us, man. He's, and, lost, and who- he's lost his last two games. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I mean, it's, a, it's not his fault. He's terrible. It's not Could've his fault. Could have traded him at the deadline. <laughs> Give me a break. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, well, right, I, look, I don't, I, 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 hold on. I don't think the goaltending's a problem here. So, just jerk. Jesse, take your time, buddy. Georgie's got this, all right. Yeah, I now, look. Get, I, go ahead. You, no, I was I, gonna say Georgie. You're giving. He's played well, and I thought he played very well last night. But it's just Shorkin, He's better. He's just better than Georgie. Oh, he is. Come on, man. I know you have your man. I know every week if we did the Paulie Man Crush, it'd be Georgie <laughs> every week. <laughs> but well, I, I'm sorry, Seth Shorkin is better. He is. It's not even close. All right, with that said, anyway, Shesty's been out, so Georgie's been doing okay for the squad. We can go back and forth and maybe talk about, you know, I mean, come on, Hank it and just basically, all right, uh, you haven't played in 40 games. Here, why don't you just play against the Flyers? Um, you know, what are you going to do? But I think if Georgia plays that game, maybe, who knows? We don't know. He's in a, He was doing okay. So there's nothing you can do about that. But let's talk about, let's talk about Kreider here. Let's talk about the, the history of Rangers... Uh, getting their ankles busted, whether it's Leach, <laughs> whether it's, uh, you know, Nielsen back in 79, you know, uh, these these massive, like, star players that we have, and then all of a sudden, boom, uh, they're gone. So, you know, how do you think Quinn is, is put the lines together? What, what do you like? You're not like, obviously, we, we <laughs> didn't get the results that we wanted so far, but it's, you know, two full games and a little bit of the first game or whatever, but, I mean, What's your take now on, on, on this? He's out. There's nothing we can do, right? We got to move forward. Um, what's what's your what's your gut feeling here about you know just this team the rest of the way without him? I look. That's a tough guy to replace in the lineup. Having said that, you brought a guy in in Gautier who's who was supposed to be you know a who's supposed to be a Kreider like player or, or eventually will develop into a Kreider-like player. So I'd like to see him get off the fourth line. Well, that's and the maybe... problem because anything – if you're on Cockle's line, you're not going to get any points. <laughs> so they got to get him off that line. We're never going to see if Gautier can score well, because Cockle can't score. Yeah, and, and look, I, I like Di Giuseppe, you know, but putting him, you know, on on the first line with Buchnevich and, and Zabinich, I just – you know, I, I'd rather see Gautier up there. You know, he's a pure goal scorer. Big guy, yeah. throw him in front of the net like Carter would go. Yeah, exactly. You. I mean, yeah, he's he's a similar type player. So, I mean, that seems to me like the easy move, I mean, or the obvious move to make. But, 
you know, um, you know, Quinn has decided to go in another direction. He did. Quinn did say he spoke to Buchnevich and Zabinijad about who would fit in well on that on that line, and you know, they had advocated, I guess, with Di Giuseppe. At least that's what Quinn was saying. And you know, I appreciate that Quinn at least went to the guy and said, "Who do you? Who would you? Who would you like to play with?" And look, if Di Giuseppe's name came up, you know, I, I think you have to. Uh, default to what those guys are saying, at least initially. Um, but now after three losses in a row, maybe you have to juggle things a little bit, see how Gautier looks, you know, on that first line with those guys. And and you take it from there. I do like that Quinn is, has tried to go with the hot hand where he's putting uh, Panarin and Zubinijad together when he needs goals, which is good. Uh, when when you're when you lose a player like Kreider, you you know you almost have to double up here a little bit with with your top players. So I like that he's at least going for it. You know he did that in the Montreal game and it paid off. Uh, he went back to it uh, against Philly uh, or against the Flyers as well uh, a couple of times. So you know I don't mind him doing that. But yeah, I, I'd like to see go. That's that's my one issue now is I'd like to see. Gautier get get a little bit more of a role with this team with Kreider out because again you know he's not going to be as good as Kreider but he does play a similar type game so put him in there see what happens I mean what there's nothing to lose at this point I mean you're fighting for this playoff spot you're in a play in a spot that you really don't expect to be and now now the expectations last week the expectations were, were starting to get a little bit higher for this team as far as making the playoffs. After the injury and, and this three-game losing streak, I, I think the expectations are back to, you know, hopefully we'll do it. And, and you might as well take a chance with the kid. Again, what do you have to lose? Yeah, no, I I, I, I agree with you. And it's also been, this is quick, man, for, to lose a, a major guy in your lineup and for, you know, Quinn to have to make these adjustments uh, in, in a quick kind of turnaround. I mean, obviously he's got to go to his – you know, DG's obviously earned his his time as far as him being here a lot longer than uh, Gautier and everything else. And, and, you know, as far as him getting the shot first, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, maybe, maybe we'll be interested to see what the lines are tomorrow, uh, how the practice goes and everything else, and we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just – it seems like that should be the obvious way to go. Uh, and, and give it time. Like I said, it's, 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 been three, it's been three games, and it's a lot to take in. I mean, it's kind of funny when you when you go back to you know the night before the trade deadline and everything else, and then you know learning that morning about the you know Shesty and Boots being in that accident, and and then you know you get through that, you get the the signing, and then you know we look like we're you know going into that Flyer game, Flyers game, we're we're looking like we're we're ready to go here. I mean, what am I saying? Uh, you know, we had the Canadians first there, but I'm saying and the Islanders. But going in, we, we were looking kind of final. Everything was everything was okay, especially getting through the uh, you know the car accident thing, and obviously the you know guys not really being moved and all that other stuff. And there's nothing you can do, I guess, as an organization, as a coach, as a lineup, a guy that's not in the locker room. You know, Kreider is obviously a, a big voice in the locker room too and on the bench, so it's a big thing for them to kind of deal with, you know. But you know they're they're all big boys. They get paid a lot of money. This is the gig, and they got to get out there, and, and they got to you know they got to suck it up. The thing, yeah, is, I think. Is, go ahead. I, no, I was going to say no. I agree that I I think that that injury has took a toll on them immediately. I mean, they were up one nothing in that game, and you thought, here we go. You know, we we've won all these games in a row and nine in a row on the road, and 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 we're going to win another one. It's going to be ten, and and he goes down with that injury, and and it just deflated the team. I mean, they haven't been the same since he's gone down. And I hate to 
just sort of blame it on that and make that kind of excuse. But he's just such a huge part of this team, or he's been a huge part of this team, especially this year with his goal scoring. But like you said, on the bench, in the locker room, and, uh, you know, for, for them to see a guy like that go down, especially a team this young, you know, as the young guy seeing a veteran player such as Cry to go down, you wonder if, you know, look, that, that took a, a little bit of an emotional toll on this team. Um, and, and the Flyers took advantage of it. You know, they're a good team. Where, yeah, you know, I can't take that away from the Flyers. But um, I, I think the injury did. I, th- I think it messed with what they had going on. I, I think it uh, um, had an effect or an impact on, on, on the team's performance mentally and, and physically. And, you know, hopefully now the, the Blues game sort of got a little, a little bit of the mojo back. You know, they didn't win, but it was definitely a much better performance than they had against the Flyers. And, well, like you said, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. But I, I do think that, that the injury itself um, really, really took its toll on the team. I think it had a negative impact and, and has led to this sort of three-game slide. Yeah, and I think it coincides with the fact that the guys retired. They've been on a, you know, that, that stretch, high-level hockey, bit of travel in there, and they looked real tired against the Flyers, too. And I think that, obviously, in terms of the penalties, in terms of the penalty kill, um, you know, they, they let up another 40 shots in the first game against the Flyers. And then, you know, last two games, obviously, uh, they brought it down on the 30 again. So they kind of readjusted a little bit. But, you know, I guess, you know, in terms of, you know, where we should be as a fan base, up, down, you know, looking at the team, everything else, you know, the young, the rebuild. I mean, this gets back to it, I guess, more than anything. Uh, and we can joke about the wins and losses. Look, we're still we're still on this. It's it's a ride. There's still a lot of time left to see what happens. And, and you know, the, the, the team itself has proven that it can readjust and it could get on another run here. We'll see what happens. I mean, this is a high-end time of the year for everybody uh, in terms of injuries, in terms of uh, intensity level, in terms of the compact games now. A lot of the games are getting a little closer now. So it's a stretch run. So, hey, look, they're in it. So we'll have some fun with it, and, and we'll just kind of deal with uh, how they're dealing with it. It, it, it up against the backdrop, KD, of the fact that they're not, they weren't even supposed to get a sniff, you know, let alone be four to six points out of a playoff uh, spot with, uh, you know, a little less than a month to go here uh, in the season. So, you know, bravo to the Rangers. Uh, the, the squad's good. We hang in there. And, and again, this is, you know, I was pumped last week. I was fired up. I was calling for the Flyers. I wanted them. I wanted to 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 give it to them. I wanted to I wanted the team to show us that they could plow through those those guys and jack up that rivalry up a little bit again and and get on the other side. And we got our asses kicked. It is what it is. It's and through the Kreider thing that we just talked about and everything else, but even as a as a whole, maybe even Quinn got out coached a little bit, you know, AV's doing a hell of a job over there. And the Flyers just simply Looked like a well-oiled machine, took care of business, and like I said, they're up on the caps tonight, 5-2. So, you know, they're, they're kind of steamrolling along. So we look back now at this team. Uh, there's still, like I said, there's a lot of positive things. There's a couple of negative things we're definitely going to tap into tonight. And I, well, I want to go into, you know, some of Quinn's notes last night, his, his post-game conference. But um, why don't, uh, what I want to ask you now is I guess, I guess we got to talk about Hank here a little bit. And, you, and your take of him going in, obviously the performance and everything else. And... I mean, if you're Coach Quinn, I mean, what what do you do here? Let's let's say you know Shosturkin's not going to be back in here, and he's, let's just take him out of it for right now. How do you go the rest of the way here, Kevin? In terms of you just put Georgie in for every game, are you, are you afraid to come back? I mean, I think it's just a lousy situation for Hank. Just indeed, 
just in uh, in overall, uh, just the fact that he's missed so many games, and then it was just frustrating to see him go through that the other day. Yeah, you know, I mean, the most disappointing part for me in the game itself is, you know, this guy has been there for this team and has, you know, helped the defense through a number of struggles over the years. And he stepped up when the teams needed him. And uh, on Sunday, you know, he needed the team to step up in front of him. And they didn't. They let him down. After, you know, all these years of him making up for mistakes, um, you know, they couldn't be there for him. And to start the game off where you're giving up, you know, you're taking these penalties and you're putting the Flyers right on the power play. You know, Hank's got to deal with these tough shots right off the bat. You know, it would have been nice for them to play some, you know, tough defense him get a couple of nice, easy shots to start the game, get his rhythm going. Um, but they didn't do it. They let him down. I, I think the team absolutely let him down. Now, do I think that Lundqvist played? Well, no, he didn't. Um, but, you know, what do you expect from a guy who hadn't played, you know, in over a month or whatever it was, almost a month? So, you know, I, I wasn't expecting much for him, but I was expecting the team to step up in front of him the way he stepped up um, for the team all these, you know, all these years. And, and they, let, they let the guy down. There's no other way to say it. Um, and, and it was, it was tough to watch because he didn't look good. Um, the team wasn't playing well in front of him and, uh, it was just a disappointing spot of all. Now, I don't think that Quinn can just not play him going forward. I mean, you can't just give your all the games that I just, I don't think that's fair to your I'm sure he'd love to play every game, but you know, he's still a young guy and, and I, I don't know if he's ready to be playing every game. So, you know, Lundqvist needs to be out there. Plus, if, you know, God forbid something happens to Georgiev, you, you have to go to Lundqvist. And if he's not playing for another, you know, two weeks or whatever it is, that's that's a bigger problem. So, you know, I think I, – I don't know. if they, Did they announce the goalie for tomorrow against the Capitals? I mean, I think that they should go back to Georgiev tomorrow if they haven't announced yet. Um, and then, look, they play the Devils on, on Saturday. It's got to be Hank's game. I think he's got to be in there for that game. You have back-to-backs next week. I think you split them in, in those games in Dallas and Colorado. Give, you know, whatever game you want to give Hank, you know, it doesn't matter. And and I think you go from there. So you get him a couple more games. So now he's played, you know, three times in, in, in two weeks. And he'll probably be much better at that point. So I, I think you still have to go back to him. I still think he's a good goaltender. I didn't think he played that well. He looked rusty. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. You know, he's he's been in tough. So I, I don't blame Quinn for that either. I see a bunch of Ranger fans blaming Quinn and he hasn't handled it well. well handled what well? He's been given this three-goalie monster. Yorgiev and Shostorkin have been playing better than Lundqvist and should be getting the starts anyway because they're the future. And Shostorkin got into a car accident. I mean, you got to go to Hank eventually. I mean, I don't blame Quinn for it. It's just the situation that, that ultimately played out. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm, uh, again, I'm disappointed that the team didn't step up for Hank. Um, but, you know, I, I think that Quinn shouldn't, you know, worry about or he should have confidence going back to Lundqvist. I, I think the Saturday's game against the Devils is a perfect spot to get him back in there at home against, you know, a team that's not very good. And hopefully he'll get some confidence in that game. And, and then you can go back to him next week. I guess against Colorado, if you want to give Georgiev the game in Dallas, it's back-to-back, and, and you go from there. So, 
Um, it was tough again, tough to see. Look, Lundqvist is getting older. This is what we all expect. His skills are going to be diminishing, and and what compounds that is the guy doesn't he plays once a month. So it's it's just a tough situation all around. And you know, if the team's not going to help him out, he's going to have a tough time in there. Yes, that was on full display. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, they I, didn't give they didn't give up a lot of shots. I mean, as you said, it, it, they give up like only twenty six shots, but mm-hmm. you know they left them out to dry. It's not like those were twenty six shots from the blue line. I mean, you know, power play, the shorthanded breakaway. I mean, you know, like I said, it didn't make life easy for them. Well, I mean, that's probably where we can steer into the the defense here a little bit, and obviously the penalty kill. I mean, uh, a bunch of the goals against Georgia of M. Hank, they were just like I said, they were just hung out to dry. Uh, you know, some of the it was just awful. The, the, you know, we've gone back and forth with the, the defense. Uh, you know, uh, this 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 group that we got, um, we all dig them and stuff. But man, they when they play bad, Kevin, they play bad, and it just to me it drives me crazy. Sometimes the uh, it's just general fundamental, you know, bantam level hockey mistakes in terms of coverage and uh, you know playing the man and not playing the puck. Uh, positioning on penalty, penalty kill, uh, all that kind of stuff. W- w- what did you see? Yeah, I, I look. I said it one day. Traded Shea. I think the defense would take a step back. I, I, I think that that's a big problem. You lose a guy like that, even though he's not on a defensive pair with Stall or anybody. I, I just think the you know cohesiveness of the entire six man unit gets thrown out of whack a little bit. I don't think Smith has been terrible, but. You know, he's, you know, you're bringing a new guy in who hasn't played defense in like a year. Um, and I, I just think that throw th- throws things off a little bit, you know, different tendencies from different players. I think the penalty kill has been a big problem as well. I mean, these guys are taking penalties, no bigger culprit than, than Strom, who takes like two a game. And, and it seems every time he takes a penalty, the other team scores on the ensuing power play. So, you know, Strom's got to find a way to stay out of the box because he's killing this team right now. Um, you know, and you know me, I'm, I'm the biggest Strom. I know, I'm listening. Fan. That, that's your boy, and you buried him, and he deserves every freaking single sentence. Look, of it. I, yeah, hey, look, I'm not going to play favorites here. You know, when he's good, I'm going to tell you he's good. When he's when he's bad, I'm going to say he's bad. And, like, you know, Quinn sat him for a little bit the other game, which I guess was good to see. But not long you know, he, enough. Well, it's true because he came right back the next game and took another stupid. I mean, I. I shouldn't say a stupid penalty because the the one against the Blues was it was a, a bit of a phantom call. But you know what? He takes so many penalties, he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt now. So you know that stuff happens, and I, I think the biggest problem on the penalty kill, unfortunately, is this team can't win faceoffs anymore either. So you know you're not winning, you're taking penalties, you can't win a faceoff on the PK, and that's going to lead to power play goals against. So you know I I wrote something now. What's this now? How many they've given up a like a power play goal against in like seven of the last eight games or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Six of the last seven games, they've given up a power play goal. That's a problem. Um, and that's, you know, leading to, to some of the, to the problems on, on defense, you know, you, you're on the, you're playing man down, you know, half the game now. So, you know, they got to find a way to cut back on the penalties. They got to be much better in the faceoff circle. If you're going to be on the PK and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, uh, Quinn has them doing face-off drills or something. <laughs> well, I mean, because look at your guys, you know. I mean, that's that's you're talking about Mika. I mean, you're talking about Strom. You're talking about, uh, you know, Heedle. Heedle, obviously. I mean, what's your take on Heedle, Lace? I mean, 
<laughs> he's a young guy. I mean, you know, uh, I knew you were going to say it. You know, I guess I can't yeah, bring I mean, Caco later either. He's young guys, young guys. But well, I mean, I mean you, you can't complain about the year Hito's had. He's been very good, but there's going to be inconsistencies. I mean, what was the guy, like 20 years old? I mean, you, he's not going to be Zabinajad, you know? So he's going to go through times where he's not scoring. He's going to be invisible. And, and, and that's going to happen with a young player, just inconsistencies. You know, if he's playing, if he's going to have these type of uh, ruts, you know, in, in two years, yeah, that's a problem. Now, I, I, I don't worry about it. So, um, you know, he's up and down as, as any rookie would be. I, I don't have any complaints as far as, you know, Hedl goes. Um, but, you know, our centers are, are young. There's not a lot of depth there. And, uh, you know, that's something hopefully they're going to address in the offseason at, at, at the draft where they're maybe stockpiling some centers or maybe making some trades, this, depending on what they decide to do with guys like Strom or D'Angelo. Um, you know, if, if they look to potentially move them, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, but the center position is is a is a weakness, you know, within this organization, organizational depth wise. You know, they got to start start bringing in some some centers. Well, they didn't have a problem during the nine game run, you know. I mean. <laughs> We're only mad at them when they're losing, Kevin. You know? Yeah. Isn't it funny, though? It's like some of the – we're getting back to the general fundamental, you know, uh, deficiency of the team here. And, you know, obviously when they were running high there for a couple of weeks, it's like – you know, it's funny how you just kind of lose sight of that. And and that's why I think, like I said, you you look at these – especially the Flyer games. You know, it brings you back down to reality. Yes, you know, again, losing Kreider, big guys. But – you know, and, you know, all joking aside, you know, the youth, the age, everything else, the inexperience, uh, m- most of the, if you, if, you, if you go up and down the Metro at least, and then in the Atlantic in this in this conference, yes, our centermen are very inexperienced uh, and go up against some of the best centers in the league, you know, as far as, you know, uh, you look at the other teams that they, they've got to play and they've got to get through, and, and, and that goes without saying. But I get I get a little frustrated, I guess, sometimes just as far as being a, a fan of the game in terms of, uh, you know, uh, fundamental hockey, coverage, face-offs, stuff that you're doing redundantly in practice every day. And, you know, uh, a ki- you know whoever's, you know, they're kids, yes, but they've been playing, you know, they've been doing this stuff for a long time. I mean, there's only a certain amount of positions you can kind of get into in terms of, uh, you know, uh, getting into a face-off circle there, you know, watching the linesman drop the puck or whatever, and then you know, uh, you know fighting in and out of it. It's it's, it's a dogfight in there, obviously, but um, you know, I'm just kind of you know, it, it's it's tough to. I guess this is the problem with where this team has us. Maybe for me as a fan, to the highs and lows of it right now, and and, and you know, coming back down to the low end of things, where we have to really just kind of keep things in perspective, and I think that's a frustrating part of it because, you know, when these guys have shined and when they've just lit the lamp and they've played, uh, you know, great hockey and they were able to come back and, and everything else, and it, it definitely is. It's a roller coaster ride. It's a, it's a roller coaster of, uh, you know, strength and endurance, mental stuff, uh, you know, how, everything, how you come into a game, uh, your frame of mind, uh, who you're playing and everything else. So, 
Um, these are probably standing out a little more than anything. You know, Kako not getting any points, not really contributing, uh, you know, at all pretty much is outside of being just a guy on the bench out there. And, yes, he's 19 now, by the way. He's not 18 anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, these are just some frustrating things for me. And I guess where I'm going to toss it to you now is gets back to the coaching how do you coach this team going forward with the with the with the frame of mind that you want to make the playoffs, the tease that you're four to six points out, and then you've got all this developmental stuff that you have to concentrate on that you can't lose sight of, and that you you can't get really uh, upset about. And I and I I commend Quinn for this too because I thought his post game uh, presser last night was excellent. He was really kind of, you know, he was um, he was really grounded about the whole thing. And I, I think as far as him being the coach for this team and going forward, I think that's kind of huge. Because he didn't really, he didn't flail off too much, especially, you know, after the two big losses to, to the Flyers. But I think, uh, I guess that's my question to you, KD. You know, in terms of looking at what he's doing, in terms of where the team is right now and its position, in terms of them... Uh, playing a, 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 a above their grade the last nine games, and then obviously getting knocked down down to earth, especially against the Flyers. Yeah, I mean, I he just has to keep it positive and and continue to go with what's gotten them there, and and continue to go with the the young players they have. And you know, I like I said, I, I'd like to see Gautier get get more of a shot. Um, Quinn all year has initially sort of deferred to veteran guys whether that was you know earlier in the year when he went with Haley and Smith over some of the um younger guys where they went Stuckheedle and and uh Kraftsoff uh, down in in Hartford and and that's probably why he decided to go with B Giuseppe first you know give a, a more of a veteran guy a, a chance and, and maybe he'll go with uh uh Gautier you know from now on but uh, you know look he's not going to change anything up I mean it, it's it's gotten to this point now, and he'll continue to um, give players like Fox more time and Lingren, you know, more time as they continue to be the best defensive pair on the team, um, and and you know, lean on Panarin and Zabinijad, who have been two of the best players in in the league this year. You know, I think that you know we're talking about different when you look at the team, the highs and the lows, and where we are and and what we've been doing. I think the Rangers have had three guys in, in Zabinishad, Panarin, and Kreider who are having career years. And, you know, that's made up for uh, or masked some of the issues that we're having where Kako isn't really scoring and, you know, maybe Howden isn't developing. You may, maybe you expect a little bit more from Howden. I, I have. I, I don't think he's been bad, but I've definitely expected, you know, a little bit more from him. And you're able to deal with, uh, you know, Hedl going into some dry spells and, and and things like that. But when you lose, you know, a Kreider, one of these guys having like a career year or would seem seemingly would end up being a career year um, for him. Um, it sort of exposes uh, the lack of depth that this team has because you look at these last three games and we could say, yeah, the Flyers were sort of a juggernaut going in and the Blues are really good and. And whatnot, but you know, if, I think if Kreider is in there, I, I think 
those games are different. I just do. I think he's been that impactful this year. So you don't have a player. Not not every most teams don't, but you know the Blues have been are missing Tarasenko. You know, and they look like they they didn't skip a beat. You know, last night and 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 this season so far. So you know, to they're in a spot now where they don't have players to to step in when you lose a Kreider. So you know that that's a you know just to go back to your previous sort of sentiment you know it's something that the team has to look at is this team just a product of you know these three guys and how good they've been how good they've been this year and then maybe a little bit of a soft schedule coming into the new year now as the schedule ramps up and you lose one of those players is this is this what this team really is that I I think that's a scary I don't want to say scary but that that's a that's the concern right now with with maybe some range of fans and and look, I hope the team proves me wrong and and we have a a ridiculously awesome march. But you know, I I now look at it a little bit like Ugh, maybe you know last week I was like this, this team's winning a cup, but now I'm looking at it I'm like Ugh, you know <laughs> we we still have some work to do here. You know before uh you know we get to that contender. You know and I and I've been saying all year. <laughs> It's going to take three or four years. And I think after this week, um, yeah, you know what? It probably still is going to take, you know, maybe not four, but, you know, three years before this team is really contending. Well, maybe it's maybe it's not so much that it'll be three or four years, but I think, you know, there's two guys that are watching this team, and that's J.D. and Gordon, too, and obviously the, the highs and the lows. There's probably a couple of guys in this lineup that – probably aren't the guys that this, you know, franchise is going to keep or are going to need. You know, um, you, you look at some of the, the, the names here and some of the guys who really aren't producing and whether they're third or fourth line guys, and that's pretty much going to be their peak. Uh, but, you know, outside of the, you know, like I said, Kreider, Panarin, and and, uh, and Mika, uh, you know, obviously Strom's had a great year, obviously, in terms of, you know, uh, his points and, and setting guys up and everything else and take his defensive side and his – his penalty taken uh, aside there too, but there's not a lot of guys here. Um, you know, you know, Heedle hasn't gone on a kind of a, a stretch run where he's popping a lot of goals, and you know, Fast hasn't done that, and 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 you know, McKeg and Lemieux, and I mean, these aren't the kind of those aren't the names of the kind of guys that uh, you know, even Buchnevich too. They they're not they're not scoring big goals. They're not uh, personalities that you know. It's it's there. The potential's there, and whether it's going to come around or not, but. I don't think maybe Buchnevitz a little bit, um, but the other guys, I don't know if those are, those are the guys that are going to put up, you know, thirty some odd goals, thirty five goals a year, and, and whether or not you know is that what this team needs or any every team needs, you know, twenty five, thirty goal scores to to balance that out, and uh, you know, you bring up a great point. Like I said, Kreider going down, huge thing. You know, the guys did uh, somewhat okay when Mika went down there at the beginning of the season. You know, Pernan was out a couple of games. So those three guys that we've talked about, you know, they've been in. They've been actually three of the 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 injuries uh, throughout the course of the year, uh, all at different levels. And obviously, Kreider now the worst here in terms of his his length out at the time that he's going to be out. But if you look up and down the rest of this roster, I don't know those those guys that are going to, you know lift you and carry you through a playoff series. I mean, obviously, we don't know that yet. A lot of these guys haven't been in that type of situation. <laughs> But these are big games. These are big games that they're playing uh, these last three games against you know these teams, especially the Flyers and everything. I think just long term, you know, as far as you know the rebuild three or four years, I I, I also think that the Rangers are probably going to make roster changes too, to complement 
the big three, obviously, that are signed here for a long time, and and they've got to get a couple of uh, stronger, you know, two-way players and uh, maybe some more experience and so on and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah, I mean, if this team is going to be contending, a guy like Jesper Faust, who I love and I, I would like to see them resign, he's got to be in the – he needs to be in the bottom six, not in the top six. I, I think the same thing with Strom. As good of a year as he's having, you know, if the Rangers are getting – going to be a contending team on a contending team ryan strome is a third line center he's not you know panarin center you know mm-hmm. I, I i think if in three years panarin i mean uh strome is the third line center and Foss is the a fourth line winger i think we're in a good spot because that means there's much better players in that top six absolutely and yeah. we're 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 a much deeper team because Strom as your number three center is a is much stronger, obviously, than him as your number two. And I think overall that would show that this team is much deeper. Um, where say you would sustain an injury to that second line center, whoever that is, and you had to move Strom up, but you, you'd feel good about that. Um, but if Ryan Strom goes down now as your second line center, maybe you're a little you're a little more worried about it. So um, yeah, I agree. I mean, at some point. You know, JD is and Gordon are going to have to make moves to bring in a little more talent. Here. It's great the pipeline we have and 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 all the young players, and I'm excited to see them all grow. Uh, but yeah, they may. There's probably going to you're probably going to need some free agents. You know, well, sprinkled well, in. Well, majority of these guys are support type players. Yeah. You know, so I think everybody, you know, the fans, we have to look at this, too, as far as you look at the lineup. I mean, the bulk of the lineup is absolutely young, but a lot of these guys are support-type players. And you nailed it. They need to be a little, you know, on the, on the bottom, and not in terms of their talent and their quality, but as far as where the lines are and the positioning and everything else. And, and that's something that, obviously, Coach Quinn and Lindy Ruff are both dealing with here in terms of uh, how they use. I've said this about Quinn, too. I mean, any, any coach in the league, you, you can only use the assets that the, the franchise gives you, you know, whatever the talent pool is. And you can, you know, I'm sure, you know, we can look down at the AHL and everybody's probably chomping and joking at the bit, bring Karatsov up. There's still a good chance you might see him before the end of the year, you know. Um, we'll see what happens. But, you know, that's the big picture here with this team and they've done damn well. And I'm, I'm, I'm pat everyone on the back on this team, uh, including Capo Caco, um, because <laughs> the fan base still likes him and the coach likes him and stuff. And He's I been like playing better. Lately. I know. I know. Look, we'll, we'll do a little bit on Caco. I'm not going to bury the guy. I, I joke around, but, um, but in general, like I said, this lineup is primarily a lineup of support players. And it's, and then we've got the, the three guys, the top three guys up front, and one of those guys is gone now. So mm-hmm. everything in between, the goaltending situation, uh, the, the forward lines up front, and, uh, you know, and you brought up a great point about uh, Shea getting shipped out and the adjustments uh, Smith's got to make and everything else too. So there's there's been a, obviously a, a major uh, change in the, in the cog of this machine here you know, since, you know, the trading deadline. You know, they come back, they win a couple of good games there, a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's been knocked down a reality, and this team has to, to deal with the adversity in conjunction with a support player team and a young team. And and I'm so depressed by this, by the way. I'm so depressed with, like, 
the conversations that we're having today because of how excited we were last week. I, I wish like we were talking about how pumped we were, you know, and we still should be. I mean, and again, we, you know, there's still a lot of hockey to go. And, and I, there's a good chance that this time next week, we're pumped again. And we're just like, yeah, we're, we're going all the way. <laughs> I hope so. Blah, blah, blah. You know, But, you know, and one thing, you know, myself and, uh, you know, all fans have to remember is, you know, a rebuild isn't just you're always going straight up. It's not always progress, you know, progressions. There's going to be some setbacks along the way. And I think that this week was a little bit of a setback where, you know, we were we were riding sky high. And yeah, sometimes you do need that dose of reality where, where you know, you look at yourself like, yeah, maybe we're not as good as we think we are. And that ultimately makes the team better, um, you know, long term. So hopefully that's what this is. A little bit of a bump in the road. Um, this time next week, we're, we're talking, uh, you know, uh, parades down the canyon of heroes. Well, K- K- <laughs> Katie, if anything, it's look, there's been a few bumps in the road this season, but each one's been unique. So this is just another different bump in the road, you know, and it starts with the, the car crash. It starts, you know, then and then with the signing, and then the injury, you know, and then and then playing a really, you know, uh, a, a rival, um, a team that you know, if if you had a won those couple of points, kind of maybe pushed it a little further or whatever, but you didn't, but you get a dose of reality. So they've been different kind of situations, and you know, yeah, maybe we're not as animated and as excited this week as the last, but that's that's just normal stuff because you know you ride high, you ride low. In general, you know. It, just keeping things in perspective, and I think that's just the tough part, KD, of being a fan. You know, we're we're a range of fans, you know. I mean, me and you aren't, you know, we're not NHL personalities, you know, work on the NHL network here. We're fans, and that's what's fun about doing this and, and talking about it, and obviously the rapport with the fans and uh, the, who, who tune in to us and listen to us. I think we're all, we're all in the same boat together. We can't do anything about this. We can't make the decisions. We can only sit back and watch, and it's it's tough being a, a passionate Ranger fan. We haven't won, you know, in, in a long time. We got close, and now it's just you know starting everything from scratch again. And it, it, it it's an advanced progress. There's no doubt about it. And whether it's because uh, other teams in the Metro and in the Atlantic Division have played well, and, and the parity, and uh, a lot of teams are struggling with their own situation that. That we're we just happen to be close and we and we and we rode a good wave and we faced different adversity adversity and when I say we the team um, has us here at this point so it's it's okay to to still be grounded and look at the long term and and shit yeah when they start winning and and everything's going good absolutely release the flags <laughs> let's have a blast you know um, but I think you know just looking at these last couple of games and looking at the team as a whole. They've overachieved, KD, right? I mean, this is basically where it's been, and, and, and you brought up some great points about those those three top guys up front, um, you know, mixed, win, mixed in with, like I said, the, the younger guys, especially on the defensive end, and Truba coming in, and, and all the hard work and everything in between. And, hey, anybody who's successful, any team that gets all the way through the thousands and thousands of miles that you have to skate and the bodies that you have to go through just to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, so much has to line up. And, you know, it's it's even tough in the league today to make sense of Vegas' run there, you know, two seasons ago and, and St. Louis last year when they were they were done, you know, before the end of last year. No, they, they, nobody gave them a chance. They had to fire their coach. Baruvi comes in. You know, it's crazy stuff, but that's the game. And at least our team is, is keeping us uh, interested 
they're they're competitive. Um, the garden's full every every week, and and we're excited, and, and we're we just gotta all hang in there together here, and, and just enjoy the ride a little bit. And yeah, all we can do, KD, is is this is the challenge for management. This is the challenge uh, for Coach Quinn as a second year coach. This is a challenge for a guy like Lindy Ruff. I mean, who knows? You know, how long is Lindy Ruff? What's what kind of investment does he have in this franchise? If he if he's probably he's probably gonna be looking for a job next year at coaching job. So who knows, man? There's so many different variables going on. But, you know, as far as our attitude, being down, being up, it's all good, man. All right. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back in. I'm back in. <laughs> no. no, look, I, I mean, I, I just think, you know, like you said, as a fan, I think that the nice little run over the last, you know, month or so got me got me locked in a little bit, you know. And, and I, all year I've been like, you got to be patient. And it's not about wins and losses. And, and then last week, you know, we play back the tapes. I was like, let's go. <laughs> we're winning. And I mean, which is good. Like you said, we're fancy. I mean, we're not here to, to analyze things. We're here because, you know, we love the team and we, and we enjoy talking about it. And I, I enjoy getting caught up in the moment. That's, that's what this is all about. And, and, and why I think, you know, our podcast is, is, is so great. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm still – I still feel great about this team. I still feel – um, positive about the direction that they're going. You know, youngest team in the league. We have, you know, this su- a superstar, you know, forward in Panarin. And actually, Zabinish had too, because I, I think we really need to start talking about him as, as a, a, a guy who's going to be, you know, a superstar in this league, uh, if he's not already. Um, you know, you have a, a generational goalie uh, now, sorry, not Georgiev. Shashorkin. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> so you have a generational goalie, in my opinion, replacing another generational goalie. Um, you have all these, you know, defensive prospects and, and uh, you know, stockpile of draft picks over the next couple of years. So, you know, things are still just great. I, uh, there's, you know, I, I'd say like 95% of, of probably the fan bases, you know, in the NHL would love to be you know, range of fans right now, as far as the position our team is in, um, with the future. So, you know, it was a real disappointing week, but, um, you know, the future is real bright. I mean, uh, you know, so KD, definitely you, a little, go ahead. Let me ask you as, as far as the discussion we just having with the future, uh, with this lineup and the announcement from the GM meetings that the, uh, the cap is going up to 84, 88 mil. Um, what's your take on that? And, and how do you think, how do you think that's going to either work to the Rangers' advantage uh, or, you know, just real quick in terms of, I mean, there's so many things going on with the Rangers, different contracts and everything else, but what's your take on on, on, on that uh, as far as the, the bump up and, and, and how the Rangers can maybe um, benefit from that? Yeah, I mean, well, you're looking at some some difficult decisions that may not be as difficult anymore, whether it's, you know, D'Angelo or Strom, um, Georgiev, um, you know, what are they going to, going to do with them? Cause it's going to be hard to bring those guys back at, at a higher salary because, you know, the Rangers are in a bit of a, a cap jam this coming season, you know, after next year, I mean, you lose stall and you lose, uh, Lundquist, So, you know, maybe they don't end up, you know, I don't know. The goalie situation is, is going to play a big part of it because, you know, do they buy out Lundqvist to open up even more space? You know, maybe then they think, well, maybe we don't have to buy him out. And do they go into the season with three goalies again next year, which is, which would be <laughs> insane. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it opens up more possibilities for this team. And now, having said that, it may open up more possibilities of them making mistakes because as much as I love a guy like, like Strom, I do think he's ultimately on, on a contending team, a third-line center. So now you're opening up more cap space, so the Rangers going to make the mistake of, of paying him like a top-six center when he's really more of a top nine, a third line guy. So that that's a concern, you know, I, I have with maybe, you know, having more cap space for the team. It, it may be more of a problem. We all know what things used to be like around here when there was no cap. Um, and we used to just spend crazily and give the out good all the old days. That's right. So, <laughs> you know, you wonder if maybe opening up some cap space is a detriment to this team, but you know, we do have a lot of a lot of guys we you know, we need to bring back in the fold. You know, you'd like to see a D'Angelo come back. You know, do they need to now with Shea being traded away, you know, are you confident next year in these young guys, you know, Condre Miller and, and, and Lundquist, or do you need to now go out and bring in um a left hand a you know, left handed defenseman or left side defenseman uh to play with Truba? Um, because now we're down with Shea. I mean, is Brendan Smith your long-term plan? I mean, is he your guy next year again? Um, is is Mark Stoll, are you counting on him again? You know, what what is the plan? So maybe you need some of that money to bring in another defenseman if, you, if you're concerned that these young guys, you know, maybe they need a, a year of seasoning in the AHL. Um, and, you know, not everybody is, you know, Adam Fox, you know, they're not all, or Lindgren, you know, they're not all going to come in here and succeed their rookie years on defense. So, you know, that's a pretty unique thing to see what Fox is able to do in his rookie year, where he's not only one of the better rookie defensemen in the league, he's one of the better defensemen, period, in the league this year. So, you know, can the Rangers sort of strike gold again with these with Lundqvist and Miller next year? Um, so that, that may be another thing that they would need this additional money for. Are you bringing in a left-handed defenseman to play with Truba. So, you know, good and bad there, you know. Again, you open up the possibility of maybe overpaying somebody or bringing somebody back maybe you shouldn't. But at the same time, it does open up more cap space to bring, you know, a, a free agent in on, to help on defense, which has, you know, been the weak spot on this team all year. Well, it will be interesting to see. And uh, who knows where the CBA is going to be. See, even, even if we have hockey in a couple of years, you know, <laughs> with the money they're all making and a new expansion team coming in, uh, it's good stuff. But, um, yeah, one way or the other, uh, you know, with the guys we got, you know, running the front office here, I think the Rangers are going to be okay. And I, I, I ultimately think that's eventually what's going to happen. I think, you know, you, you got it. You got to believe we're going to be getting some good free agents coming in here, too, down the road, too, to play up on those top lines to complement uh, some of the other three big stars we have here too so it'll be interesting to uh to see how that plays out but yeah that'll nice. have a i was gonna say that'll have a lot to do with your guy kako because if he isn't able to turn into the guy that we're all hoping for yeah they're gonna have to bring somebody in because you're counting on him to ultimately develop into a top six guy um and 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 right now <laughs> You're right now, sure. that kid is—he's <laughs> protected by the Finnish mob, as far as I'm concerned. All right, you know, because uh, it's funny because it, it, I don't see—I I didn't get to read uh, any of the, the recent columns. I think Carp had uh, some take on on Kako, um, but you know, even Quinn 
last night. He gets a, a question, and he just he just keeps saying, "Yeah, the kid just keeps learning. He keeps learning." <laughs> you know, it's like that's a lot of learning. It'll be interesting to see more than anything. Um, he's he's still got time here to if he can, can maybe grab a couple. Big, I just don't see it happening because to me, after sixty two games here, if it hasn't happened yet, I mean, he hasn't had a point in what forty some odd games. It's not going to happen. But I'm telling you, Kevin, next season training camp. I mean, there's there's a uh, there's there's merits, but you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and then we just went through the fact that we we have a a roster full of support players. If training camp next year, I mean, is, is there somebody that's going to, is there somebody in the organization, is there somebody going to give that kid a run for his money uh, in training camp next year? And, um, you know, how, how safe and how protected will he be? Because, you know, because, is it because he's a draft? I mean, I think this is, to me, you know, compared to other Draft and you know draft picks and and there's other reports out there. There's been huge stars that have started with teams and they've gone on to be Stanley Cup champions and captains of their team and everything else. And I get it and so on and so forth. Um, but for me, I just I just the kid just hasn't really impressed me. And I know people will say oh, he plays hard and he's you know whatever. But he's you know he's pretty much relegated to a fourth line player. And yes, I know he's a young kid and everything. But I don't see there's not enough. Uh, in, in most of the games here, in, in a lot of the runs, uh, any of the excitement, any of the offensive uh, uh, excitement that this team has produced, he hasn't been a part of it. He hasn't really um, – he ha- he's not really exciting me, Kevin. I guess is what it's getting around to. And, you know, hey, look, if the, ca- if the coach and the organization is having the patience with him, then I'll sit on the sides with my arms folded as, as long as it takes. And, and I know he's not the only guy on the team uh, that's not producing, but – you know, I just, I guess, I just wish there would have been a little more from him this year because of the ice time he's gotten, uh, because of the experience and everything else. And then there's also just the the situation where uh, there hasn't been any movement. They haven't tried to put him down in the farm system. They they haven't, he has, he's gotten a different look than, say, what Kratzoff went through and, uh, you know, what Anderson went through and so on and so forth. But I don't know. I, at this point, I'm throwing my hands up in the air. And if the Rangers are just going to let them ride the roster spot and not produce anything, and you know, there's a lot of guys that go out there and work hard, but he's an, he's you know he's an, he's a first round draft pick, and we're not seeing anything. Well, I think in the I mean, if if there's any positive signs, I mean, Give in me the last the positive KD. Well, I mean, in the last four games, he does have nine shots on goal, which is good. Look, that's over two shots a game, which is more than he'd been doing previously. So he were they quality shots, Kevin? Were they quality well? They were. I mean, they were. They were against St. Louis. I mean, he had two golden chances to to score in that game, and uh, you know, he unfortunately couldn't couldn't find the back of the net. I mean, can't the kid, finish. His, yeah, no. I mean, look, that's a problem. I mean, you can say finish. See, he's finished. There you and go. He can't finish. Finish, but he can't finish. <laughs> but you know, it, it's been a problem. Um, you know, he's had some some chances, especially recently, and he hasn't been able to find the back of the net. Now you could say he's snake bit or whatever you want to say, but you know, look, fin- being able to finish is is part of your skill set. Um, and and you know, he's he's having trouble doing that. But you know, Buchnevich was having problems finishing earlier in the year, and now you know he's been one of the team's better better players of late um, as well. I mean, he's really, and I, I gave him a little bit of props. 
He's really worked on his his two way game. I mean, the guy is so much better defensively now. He works hard in the corners. Um, <laughs> see how I'm deflecting from Kako, by the way. Yes, right now, just going that. to another play. I, I, I think you noticed. I'm that, taking but. my notes here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, look, we all what we all have to hope for for Kako is this: is that this year ends up being a huge learning experience for the guy. Uh, throw him and throw, he throw him on the first line. Come on, cry this down. Throw him on the second line. They got nothing look, to lose, right, Kevin? Just throw him up top. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if he necessarily deserves it. I don't care about deserving but, it. Just throw him up there. Maybe he gets more chances. I I don't know what it is, but you know, you, everybody's talking about he's young, he's a good guy, he's a good player. That's fine and everything, but why throw him up there, man? Get right. him, get him up there. Yeah, look, I, I I'm not gonna argue if that's the way Queen goes. If Queen just says, look. You're our guy. Let's go. It's time for you to step up. I'd have no problem with that. Go for it. That's what and I want then, to see. That's what I want to okay. hear. All right. <laughs> Let's go. You know what? When I, when I put in my call to Gordon like I do every day. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I'm never able to get through. Uh, maybe I'll leave a message you know, for Quinn to call me back, um, and then I'll go over that with him. All right. Thanks, buddy. Put in a good word for me. Appreciate it. And ask them, ask them to cut the beer prices down a little bit. That's it. <laughs> if he doesn't mind. That's it. You got to go back in the day. See, when I used to go to the games when I had season tickets with my buddies, I used to sneak a flask in with Jack Daniels, and I'd buy, like, the biggest Coke they had and just <laughs> dump the whole thing in. And that that was what I, I would do. I mean, I'd have, like, you know, four or five beers on the way in, but and then I'd sneak the flask in. Buy the three dollar Coke, although I'm sure Cokes are like ten dollars now. But um, and that and that's how I was able to survive the games. And then I'd get the big, you know, thirty two ounce Penn Station beer uh, <laughs> for the on, the, on the way home yeah. for the ride home. You can't even do that now. I don't think. And those things are cheap. I you know you would buy a, a beer in the game. You get like uh, you know the sixteen ounce beer at the Garden for whatever it is, like fifteen bucks or whatever it was. It's probably more than that now. I, no, but, it's, four, um, four, it's 14 for a White Claw, buddy. Oh, that's that's criminal. Uh, I could buy a 12-pack for that. Anyway. <laughs> but, you know, you're paying whatever, you know, the $15 for the beer. And then you go and you get that, like, 32 answer down in Penn Station. It was, like, 5 bucks. Yep. <laughs> uh, good old days. Well, you know, all of us Long Island Rangers fans, uh, <laughs> you know, we were professionals at that. I mean, you'd grab your, you know, 6 or 12-pack on the right end. You know, you get a little juiced you know, before you even get into the Penn that, Station. Well, that's our that's our tailgate. That's our tailgate. If you yeah, no parking lot tailgated, it's tailgating <laughs> on the Long Island Railroad. Uh-huh. You know, and everybody everybody's sitting. Everybody's got their Ranger jerseys on and they're like six pack between their legs. Or you know, I remember going in once. These guys just had a bottle of vodka. There was like six of them. They were just passing <laughs> it around the whole tra- the whole ride into the station. Um, so. Yeah, good stuff, man. Time. Yeah, those are good times. Absolutely good times. Few headaches, uh, but it's all good. All good. Mm-hmm. Train ride was always longer though when they lost. <laughs> oh, anyway. that train that train ride home is a disaster. Everybody's <laughs> packed. Like you said, especially when they lose, you just like just, smelling. Oh, uh, just uh. get me the hell home. Just please get me home as as soon as possible. And back then we didn't have our iPhones and our headphones to, you know, disappear into, you know. 
Yeah, well, we we had you know you had to sit there and talk to your friends about how miserable of a freaking game it was. Yeah, we could barely <laughs> put three words together by the time we got on that train. We're slurring our words. I, well, that's true too. I mean, you're really just sitting there on the train trying to keep each other awake from passing out so you don't miss your spot and end up in Babylon with a stupid conductor's kicking your seat like, hey. And they didn't have the bathrooms on the trains back then either. It's brutal. <laughs> You young millennials, <laughs> you don't know how good you have it. Your bathrooms. <laughs> it's me and you, two old Ranger fans, talking to the young Ranger fans today. You don't know what it was like. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. All right, KD. Well, I mean, um, do, are we going to do a man crush? I mean, uh, these these three games, do you have uh, uh, anybody that stands out for you amongst these three games, these three losses? Capo Caco. Oh, he's got, <laughs> he's coming out of it. Um, um, let me play the music. He, We're getting out of here. What? He's coming out of it. Well, it's definitely not Georgiev. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> uh, come on. You got to give what? it to Mika, man. Come on. No, I'm going to give it to Kreider because, you know, what? I feel bad for the guy. He's had just such a tremendous season. And just to see that happen to him. You know, and, and we were riding so sky high. I'm sure he feels terrible. He wants to get back oh, out there yeah. as soon as possible. Bank so, account is look, never if, gonna be empty for the rest of his life, and you're feeling sorry for him. Yeah, what do you want from me? <laughs> Go on. I, I I rudely interrupted with my snarkiness. Go on about your Chris Kreider. You are the you are chief of Rangers hospitality. Go ahead. No, I'm done. That's it. I, I'm offended now. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm done. End the show. I'm done. Bye, folks. Uh, (laughs) No, no. You can't say goodbye (laughs) to the folks until I tell you to say goodbye (laughs) to the folks. All right, buddy. Big game against the Caps tomorrow. Jersey. And then we head out west next week. So uh, buckle up. We'll see what happens. And we'll try and stay positive here in in, in Rangers land. Well, yeah, if one one thing, you know, (laughs) we're just going to drag this thing on, this show on. (laughs) If there is one thing, this this group has absolutely been resilient this year. Whenever you thought this team was okay, here comes the tailspin. They've never really gone into it. So and and they've been fighting in these third periods, even in the in the flyer game the other night. You know they scored those two late third period goals. So this team is always fighting. I mean they're always going to be fighting hard. There's going to be no give up. They're going to play to the to the final second of the final game. So you know I'm not worried about that at all so you know i think that that's definitely a positive sign that this team can turn it around because they that they have and i and i give kudos to quinn on that and the entire coaching staff for you know this team's resiliency this team's hunger um that you know they can definitely turn it around at any point they've shown it all year um so there you go there's my positivity positivity going into the week you know, I feel good that this time next week we're going to be pretty pumped again and 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 potentially, you know, in a playoff spot or, or you know, two points out or one point out in a week. There's my prediction. Let's That's go. That's good stuff. That's good stuff, man. Hey, look, they played really good against the Blues, man. I was proud of them. So it's a good sign. I think you nailed it, man. They they uh, As long as they keep turning things around and they bounce back and they show you that, that they're still going to fight, 
It's all good to me too. So um, we'll stay positive you know, here, KD. You know what? You know what? The, actually, you know what the Blues game reminds me of. Again, I'm just going to prolong this episode, Paul. This is going to be like a three-hour episode. I'm just going to keep talking. What is everybody in your home away? So you got the <laughs> you got nobody to talk no, to. <laughs> no, no, actually, what it is is my family is here. I don't want to go back to them. Um, <laughs> um, you know what? The, the, the St. Louis game reminds me. Remember the Rangers went out west and they had the. the Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver game, and and the Edmonton and Calgary game were just awful. Like a blown out. We're like season's over. You know, just get rid of everybody. But they had that Vancouver game where we're like, you know what? They lost, but they played real well. And and from that game on, that was in the what was it, the first game after the new year, and that's when they went on their hot streak. So I'm hopeful that the Blues game the other night is is going to be reminiscent of the Canucks game where you were like, you know what? They played real well in that game, and that's a good sign going forward. So there you go, Paulie. Some more positivity. Let's end let's end this the right way. All right, man. How do you think about like how do you feel about that? I think you need to have another white claw. That's what <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I've had too many. This is the problem. Oh man, it's all good, man. We continue, we move on. We love the team. It's all good stuff. All right, K D. Say goodbye to the folks. Bye, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in to Go Rangers Radio. We'll be back next week. Get those caps small. Let's get back into the win column. It's all good stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. Tell the world, iTunes, Spotify. Thanks again so much for listening. And as always, let's go Rangers! Rangers!